Welcome, everybody, to the Be Kind Podcast, part of the Animal Advocate's mission to create a more compassionate world for all living creatures, whether or not they're celebrating their 16th veganversary or their 8th veganversary or no veganversaries at all. All animals deserve to be loved, and we're here to make that a thing. And today, you'll notice there is no other guests. You just got me and John today, so... Hello! Hello! <laughs> and we're just going to do a quick overview of kind of what the Animal Advocates have coming up, what we've been doing, talk a little bit about our veganversaries, and... Maybe go off on some other tangents as well. You never know. Well, it's been a busy couple weeks at the Animal Advocates getting everything ready and planned for upcoming outreach season. And just yesterday on the day after Earth Day, because Earth Day was Friday. Correct. Fun fact, Earth Day was made in response to an oil spill. Yay! Years and years <laughs> and years ago. And there's a bunch of other background to it that I skimmed over and has since left my brain. But quite a rich history to Earth Day. I believe it started in the... 1970 Correct. in response to the oil spill in 1969. And we've had hundreds of oil spills since, so we've yes. learned nothing. <laughs> Still waiting to put that mission accomplished flag up <laughs> yep. on Earth Day, but we'll get there someday, uh, thanks to you that's listening. Right. So anyway, there was Go Green in the city, in York City, Pennsylvania, and that was our first outreach event of the season. It was a lot of fun. We had quite a good turnout of volunteers for the first outreach day, yeah. and then I left around lunchtime. Apparently, everyone figured out I left and got much more crowd the second I left. <laughs> yeah, we, it, was, it got really busy. We had a nice flow of traffic for a little while there, and we had some new snacks, which was cool. There was a, what was it, like a Nutella-type uh, wafer cookie thing. That was pretty good. And what else? The uh, vegan Rice Krispie Oh, treats. the Rice Krispie Treat thingy. Those were really good. They had like little pumpkin seeds in them and stuff. It's pretty good. I liked it. Yeah, yeah I stole one. I may have stolen two. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. They were kind of sitting in my office for two weeks. So well, yeah, that <laughs> call that tax. Eat me, eat me. <laughs> I had a few good conversations. I actually talked with a couple who was from India, and they were talking about vegetarianism in India, which we've touched on a couple times on this podcast. Mm-hmm. But how it's deceptively hard to go vegan in India, which you think wouldn't be the thing because vegetarianism is so common, but it's the dairy that's in everything over there that makes it very tricky. Yeah, because they use ghee and stuff like that. Uh, and actually, we met a family from Colorado that was coming for a wedding, but they just happened to be there, and the father was. Vegan vegan and he was really excited that we were there <laughs> yeah it was cool we didn't talk too much but he he seemed very excited that we were there and hopefully he said that they will start something where he was from so yeah animal advocates of south central colorado <laughs> yeah something like that <laughs> branching out <laughs> and then next weekend there's no outreach events but on saturday we have lancaster farm sanctuary that's right day. and that's always a treat because lots of cute animals and helping out and they're good people so i'm excited for that they have very very cool cows not that all cows aren't very cool but those are kind of the first cows i ever met in the wilds not <laughs> no they're not in the wild but first cows it, i've ever met personally yeah outside of like a farm uh, situation mm-hmm. I, would, I would assume but uh, yeah they're they're all great animals and yeah it should be a fun time and so we're hoping you could crew out good crew together for that and if you're listening to this before april 30th that means john hauled his butt to edit it and i did not drag my feet <laughs> posting it so there still might be time just check out our <laughs> facebook page link in the show notes Lincoln Bashonos. That's right. <laughs> and then coming up in May is quite a few things, actually. 
There is Give Local York, which is the first Friday in May, May 6th. We put out more info about that. And full disclosure, it's a chance for us to raise money. And I like asking people for money. So if you are listening to this, there's a very good chance I will ask you for money in the next couple of weeks leading up to that event. That's right. Same here. I'm, I'm going to really push that. Yes. And part of that is because also May is my veganversary. But I'll get to that in a second. I'm going to backpedal a bit to give Local York just a touch base for two seconds. Because we're actually having Susan Schofield, who is the owner and proprietor of the Hive Art Studio in the Royal Square District of York City, on the podcast, hopefully later this week. And she is hosting a York Veg Party at the Hive during Give Local York Will Be Us. Pew, Peaceful. pew, 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 pew. Doing that little DJ alarm noise uh, thing that they... <laughs> and so there'll be us there. There'll be Peaceful Fall, Farm Animal Sanctuary, and the Sweet Botanist, and maybe one or two other surprise vendors. TBD? Mm-hmm. Could it be you, if you're listening to this? And and there should be some cute animals, though, too. Indeed. Yes. I'll be there. So there's one cute and, animal. And I'll be there, and obviously I'm some kind of animal. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time. I, I, I'm excited about that. Yeah, there'll be food, animals, cool vegan people, some music maybe. Who knows? It'll be a party. If that's worst case scenario, you can hang out with some awesome peoples yeah. and talk about goats and stuff and <laughs> eat vegan cupcakes. Yeah. Or whatever Amber decides to make it. Sweet boss. Speaking well, of which, we need to have her on the podcast. We do need to get her on here because she's awesome. And she's she, everywhere and she's she really cool. She is. I don't know how she does it. Nor I. So we don't want to talk too much about that because hopefully we can talk about that later with our friend Susan, who is amazing. She go buy lots of art from her studio. But then also in May, as I mentioned about two minutes ago, is our veganversaries. It's my eighth veganversary. It is my 16th. And so it's a big month for us. And I'm going to be raising money through Facebook. For and me too, York. because I like to be competitive with that, apparently. <laughs> well, I'm going to actually, yeah. So uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. It's on. It's on. We're going to race as much as we can. Little do you know, it is my job. It is. Money. So now I really got to step it up. <laughs> <laughs> you are much more popular than I am. So you got that going for you. So I'll be posting about my vegan journey and all that cool stuff on Facebook. So if you're not friends with me on Facebook, go lucky. add this guy. Yes. And then give him all your money. <laughs> yes, please. And so I'll be going to the animal advocates to help us do what we got to do. We got all these events coming up where we need funds to buy all the supplies and equipment. We have big campaigns we do every year. We did a billboard campaign, Vegan Challenge, last year. We're doing some political advocacy work this year, looking to ramp up some of our VR video work and some of our equipment for outreach and also have some funds available for other projects like the Vegan Challenge again, maybe some other big community events. We were talking about a downtown street fair and getting local businesses to opt into vegan stuff. So there's a lot of potential out there. All we just need is the support from our community and people like you to join us to make it possible. Yeah. And then also, May 14th, which happens to be my veganversary, what? is Tacos and Tarot at our past present and good friend Adrian's place. It's a small, intimate gathering of people, but there's at the time of this recording, there's still tickets available. I have no idea if that's true. I have not checked. We sold 13 so far, so... Out of how many? Uh, I think it's 18, so we're getting pretty close. Okay, so if you were... Hopefully we sell out before that, but we'll see. Yeah, so hopefully there's still tickets left by the time this airs, because it's going to be a fantastic time. I believe you know more about the actual event. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck in the... <laughs> stuck in the conversation in our messenger but yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun we're gonna have some live entertainment uh we're gonna have lots of delicious food again from sweet botanists 
there was going to be terror readings and Rissa Miller and her friend Nix, I believe, or Nixie or something like that. They're going to be doing some terror readings. And yeah, Jasmine's going to be performing some live music and I'll be running sound for that. So that'll be nice and it'll sound really good. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I can't wait. I have a couple tickets, so hopefully I can get make sure I get there and celebrate my veganversary right. Yes. And then also in May, we're trying to do some collaboration with William Penn High School here in York City to do some cool earthy stuff at, over at Penn Park. Yep, Penn Park. It's a nice big park. Still hammer out the details on that, though. That's not till the end of May, so that gives us over a month. And in Animal Advocates' time, that's basically a year. So <laughs> we'll get that square away. We'll have some cool pictures and updates on how that goes and hopefully expose some young people in our community to veganism or at least vegan people, if nothing else. So in June is another busy month. Every month's busy in the spring and summer for us. In the first weekend of June, we have Lancaster Veg Fest. And new this year for us, we'll be on both Saturday and Sunday for Ooh, Lancaster Veg Fest. So exciting. you have double the amount of opportunities to come say hi and supposedly there's a beer garden this year so you can get drunk and hang out with us that'll be great and there'll be live music and all kinds of really cool things should be a fun time this year i'm excited about it well i don't drink but for other people that do i'm sure they'll be excited about that it's funny because i think it ends at five which is means it basically forces me to day drink so which is one of the most underrated joys of life <laughs> but it's always an interesting event because everyone there's kind of already picking up what we're putting down so yeah it's basically just a way for us to talk about how awesome being vegan is with people because you very rarely get any hard questions because if you're at a veg fest you're drinking the kool-aid you're, you don't really need a whole lot of arm twisting right and apparently you'll be drinking the beer this time <laughs> Yes. You like that? Uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> nice work. But yeah, I, I, you know, we did have some folks there that weren't vegan that were just there exploring and just mm. seeing what it was like. And yeah, it was, it was cool. We had some pretty interesting conversations. It is nice at this event too, because if you do run into that situation, there's so much cool vegan food around. You can just say, go over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's fun. I love it. I had my first carrot hot dog at mm. Lancaster Veg Fest last year. Yeah, and this watermelon, the fried watermelon was pretty amazing, not going to lie. And this year, I believe, is being formally hosted by Lancaster Farm Sanctuary. As in before, it was kind of this weird, ambiguous, not weird, but it was more <laughs> ambiguous Courtney kind of doing her own thing. Right. Courtney Kokis, who Which, is an all-star. Yes. You she's been on Courtney. here four times, I think, now? Three times. Three, yes. Yes, three times. Yeah, we love her, so. And she's a great person with Lancaster Farm Sanctuary too and mm -hmm. so we can't wait to see how it is and I'm very excited and that's coming up in a month-ish already that's yeah. ridiculous time is just pew flying by so that'll be super fun get to hang out in Lancaster with some cool people and eat lots of cool vegan food and since there's two days we have double the chances yeah, to eat right. more food there that's right. you can eat all the mushroom jerky you want <laughs> yeah we talked about that before how i'm not a mushroom fan at all in fact I, I despise them but i actually ate some jerky that was made from mushroom at that event and i loved it it was delicious so we'll see what happens i might have another one and then the couple weekends after that Going right back to our good friends in the 176 zip codes, Lancaster area for Lancaster Pride at Clipper Stadium again. I feel nice. like we just did this because we kind of just did. We totally did. We rescheduled it for the fall last year. Yeah, we were right at the end of, I think it was the beginning of November. It was in the middle of November, wasn't it? It was, it was in November, I know yeah, that. Yeah, it was really late. Yeah, it was really an abnormally late for an event. But it was awesome. Like It was a great turnout. The weather was beautiful. I, well, it was a little rainy at the beginning, but pretty much the rest of the day, it was really nice. And everyone was really receptive and really kind. It was awesome. So I'm excited for the next one. 
Indeed. That's coming up on June 18th. So if you're around that area again, come out and say hi. We'll have all of our cool vegan snacks and literature to give out to you. And, and then here's the best part about June. We have our board meeting on the 19th. Oh, boy. Wow. I bet everyone was dying to know that. Hey, our board meetings are open to the public. So they if you want to come to our board meeting... Just let us know. And we'll you give can, you the Zoom link. You can come in person. There's really pretty open door. They're not all that exciting. And then coming up to July. Well, I'm sure there'll be something else in June that Seth or somebody will come up with. And say, oh, yeah. Hey, let's do a volunteer day where we trim stray cat's nails so they don't rip over garbage bags and get chicken bones all over Joe's block. That's a thing. <laughs> that was, wow. Actually, that's not a terrible idea. Hey. All there you go. Is catch a bunch of stray cats and trim all their toenails. <laughs> yeah, what could possibly with that. go wrong? <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, well, then July. So this is one of John's favorite months, July and August, where mm. the weather's just <laughs> just <laughs> perfect. Chef's <laughs> chef's kiss. <laughs> oh, I hate it. <laughs> So in the middle of July, we're going to the Snacktown Street Fair for the first time. And for those not native to this area, Snacktown is what they lovingly refer to as Hanover because it's where they make all the snacks. Seriously, like all the snacks, like it's potato chips, Snyder's of Hanover. There's all kinds of places that are over there and, and they're all pretty delicious and a lot of them are vegan. So that's another reason that we're going because we're going to eat all their snacks. We have Adrian, who we mentioned earlier. She lives out in Hanover along with another board member. So who is not a snack, by the way. She is not a snack. We can't eat her. Even if she, she is vegan, but we can't eat her because she's made of meat. Well, if she was consenting, we could. You make a good point. That game's another philosophical debate. Cannibalism vegan if they're consenting. Put a pin in that one for a future episode. <laughs> like and subscribe to see when we drop that. <laughs> uh, yeah, same reason why breast milk is vegan. Yes. Because the mother consents for the That's babies right. or whomever to drink their booby milk. Hi, mom. Booby juice. So, yes, Adrian, not a snack. Great friend of the show. Great past president of Animal Advocates. All around great person. And then Kim also lives out in Hanover. So, we got a couple of people out in Hanover. Which, by the way, she was awesome yesterday. Yes, special shout out to Kim for really just carrying us for the whole first four hours of the day. She was a rock star yesterday. and I mean, she was really engaging everybody and just having great conversations. There'll be a video coming out with that a little bit. Yes, and you did something new where you recorded I, people's conversations. I did. Obviously, with permission, of course. Uh, yeah, we did some interviews with some folks. Not interviews, necessarily. More like asking questions from our little questionnaire thing and i documented that so yeah it was cool there was a couple engagements though that i put in there and i found out that the bar the german bar we went to for the vegan hanover night mm -hmm. still has vegan options nice we need to go back over there because that was cool that was we need to support that local business with uh delicious things that they have going on i hope they have those pierogies finally because i was very sad when we were there and they didn't have the pierogies that were on the menu i was i was devastated honestly and then in a couple of weeks after that we have another pride festival this one's the central pa pride festival which i talked to the organizers gonna be really cool i think we're on the roof of a parking garage or something what that's awesome yeah because they moved it they used to be on the park along the river and then right. they moved it up someplace else and they're they're kind of they sound like they're kind of nervous about because they say it might be windy and they Ooh. want to double check with Ooh. everyone saying you're right, it's gonna be windy i go we'll bring the sandbags with us so we don't blow away and lots of rocks lots of rocks there's one rule of outreach events or any kind of outdoor event it's always just windy enough to blow everything off your table always yeah <laughs> oh that's something we could do since i love doing rock painting maybe we can have a little event like a little gathering of us painting the rocks that we use to plop on our 
it's tough. Could we have it on my sun porch? Yes. I have a sun porch, everybody. He's very excited about it. It is nice. It's a very nice sun porch. So that's July. And I'm sure it'll be something else sweaty that month, too. Mm -hmm. And how. And then come to August, I have a vegan challenge, question mark, on the schedule. So will there be a vegan challenge? Won't there be a vegan challenge? We'll find out. Way on the edge of your seats. And then there'll be another volunteer day at a place TBD. That I'm sure will be the hottest day of the year because that's how life works. Yep. Oh, boy. Another board meeting. <laughs> Whoa. What policies wow. and procedures will we talk about this time? Can't wait. I'm very excited about that. And it's going to be an amazing treasurer's report and odd to help us get back on topic once or twice. Because somebody will trail off and talk about cats at some yeah, point. We'll be in person. We'll be virtual. We'll be hybrid. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, and then one of my favorite events, Dogs Day in the Park, is at the end of August, which is funny because I'm terrified of dogs. So it's a great experience for me to get more full immersion around the dogs and not be quite so terrified. That's the one in New Freedom. Yes. What stocks one in Harrisburg? Yes. This is the one by our friends at ARI and Rescue Inc. Which, by the way, I saw Grace and Phil yesterday. They they stopped by the tent. Oh, I missed them. Yeah, they, it was good to see them because they don't come up to York very often. So it was good to see them. It's such a cool event too because you know how vegans always see vets and animal rescues and they'll be doing a hamburger hot dog fundraiser <laughs> grill session oh, and yeah. we always say, what is wrong with you? Realize those <laughs> yeah. are animals. ARI it makes dog steaks in the park all vegan with all the food and stuff. Yep, so you don't have vegan. that weird cognitive dissonance with how you treat animals. And it's so cool. And Amber was there last year. Yes, she was. Right, we got to get Amber on the show. Yeah, it's time. And so that's going to be a great day. It's one of those really cool events where it's just lots of people. And since people already love dogs, they got an easy in and with the conversation, get them towards the vegan train. And coming up on September, that's another busy month. Got confirmation that we're in for what the food trucks. That is... Ah. in york at penn park it, they're gonna be at penn park a couple of times apparently this year so that's uh -huh. cool that's exactly what it sounds like lots of food trucks and then hopefully we're not in the non-profit corner because that's always <laughs> it's always stink town as i like to call it <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna hopefully call in some favors not some people <laughs> and see if we can be amongst the food trucks themselves if not maybe we could do a partnership with amber and be our own food truck in the yeah, middle of the place that'd be awesome and then Speaking of dogs, Wolfstock is yeah. coming up at the end of September as well. Okay. And that's basically Dog's Day, Harrisburg style, and less vegan, right? Wolfstock isn't uh, all vegan. I don't, I don't know. I've actually never been to it because I was always working that day. So this will be my first Wolfstock. Well, hopefully that'll be fun. I'm sure it will be fun because we'll be around each other, if nothing else. And we're <laughs> some pretty cool people at the Animal Advocates. Yep. We're pretty awesome. And then we haven't picked any volunteer days or outreach days for October yet. I have a question mark near the National Apple Harvest Festival, but that's a three-day, two-week thing and all day. Deal. And I don't want to... Do we have to do the whole thing, though? I don't know. They haven't released any information yet because yeah. it's so early. Well, hopefully we don't have to do the whole thing. But that does sound interesting because I like apples. And I've been to these apple festivals when I was a kid. And there's a lot of apple stuff going on. It's kind of crazy. Apples are my favorite food. You're going to love this festival then because it is apples galore. It's in Biglerville, I believe, also known mm -hmm. as the apple capital of the world. That I made did that not up know right that. now, but they are very well known for their apples. Okay. And so I could wax poetic about apples all day. So <laughs> here we go. My favorite kind of apple are kind of basic Fuji apples, but not the normal Fuji apples you get at the grocery store. Second favorite is the Daybreak Fuji apples, which are the ones that come in super early. But then they have a different strain of Fuji apples that are sold by my friends, the Cronsters, over at Penn Market. 
are different than the ones you find in the grocery store. Have a little bit of a rougher skin, a little bit more of a juiciness to them, and so good. But they used to have Honeycrisp apples at this stand, but they keep failing the crop every year for some apple harvesty reasons. So they haven't had Honeycrisp apples at my Chronister stand for the past few years. But if you go down to Markey's over on South Queen Street near Dallastown, they usually have Honeycrisp apples there. Though they keep having a poor irrigation, so they're not, they don't get quite as big as they have been because sometimes you can get these apples and they're like softballs. So those are Honeycrisp. My second favorite kind of, well, I guess third, because well, do Daybreak Fuji's kind of separate? So another one of my favorite kind of apples is Matsu apples, which is when you take the yellow delicious apple and you make it have a baby with a Granny Smith apple and then boom, Matsu apple. And they are amazing so good great texture great flavor they get huge so i go and buy the biggest ones and i get basically a full meal of a single apple i like stamens earlier in the season they stick around forever in cold storage if you get them too late after in cold storage for too long they kind of mealy and gross and not many people know this but the gala apples gala 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 apples again the grocery store are the ones from washington they don't really grow around this area so if you get a gala apple from a local grower Super different than the ones you buy at the grocery store. Much more of a bicolor texture and appearance to them where they don't have that kind of speckled look that you get from the ones in the bags at the grocery store. Don't really like Red Delicious all that much. I feel like there's more flavorful options out there. Granny Smith, I like for the texture, not so much for the taste. So it is a nice change of pace. Pink Ladies do well for a really long time. So you can get a Pink Lady probably now that's been cold storage and texture is still okay. See, what other apples do I like? I like every apple. I don't like Macintosh too much because they get a little mealy pretty quickly. Uh, yeah, the delicious are good, but they get kind of soft pretty quick too if you don't eat them very early in the season. Jonah Golds. What's the word? Not, yeah, Jonah Golds are really good too. Those are a little bit on the sweeter side. And what are the first ones that come in? The Ginger Golds are the first ones that come in that are actually edible. You can get the Summer Rambo ones super early in the season, but they're incredibly tart and really hard to eat. But then the Ginger Golds come in. Those are so good. Want to hear me talk about apples more? Huh? What? <laughs> and applesauce. Don't eat applesauce. Well, unless you're using really bad apples to make applesauce, but don't juice your perfectly good apples because that's a waste of apples. God made all these trees to make these beautiful, beautiful apples. And if you just take them and blend them up or juice them, it's so sad. Just eat them like God intended. I, I like Apple computers and devices. Those are pretty cool. I, I do like apples as well, like as in the fruit. They are delicious. I don't care what they are. I just like apples and I eat them. So in conclusion, I love apples way too much. I could go on an all-apple diet. I have tried. Does not work. No, it's not good for you. You got to eat other things yes. to survive. Because apples are very high in fiber, so you feel full, but you're not quite at the caloric level you need to be to function so you get super bloated and gross feeling but then you still have that hangry feeling too so it's like the worst of both worlds an apple a day keeps the doctor away but all the apples keep the coroner closer (laughs) you like that That i just made that up right now (laughs) and then oh we have another board meeting in October. Oh, my. That should be fun. And then November, here's the big question mark. Everyone's on the edge of the seats, John. Vegans giving. I really hope it happens this year. I am really, really anxious and, like... I really want it to happen because I miss vegans giving. That was my always my favorite thing to do. I love cooking. I love having people to get together and eat all my food and go, oh, John, you had the greatest food ever. I love you. Give me all your food. And then I give them all my food. I, that's all I really want to do is do that. So I'm, I'm really hoping that this year we can do that. As long as you bring some apple dish, I'll be happy. <laughs> but God help you if you bring apple juice or applesauce. Oh. <laughs> 
Yeah. So vegans giving question mark. We will let you know as soon as we, we do. Yes. So if you're listening out there, COVID, please go away. Yeah. Stop um, it. Yeah. Stop. Stop it. Thing. And it takes us to uh, December, also known as the last month of the year, where there's another board meeting. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wow, the last one of the year. Oh, boy. I can't wait. So December also is usually a time where Seth does a lot of volunteer work. So Seth is our community service guru here at the Animal Advocate. So if you ever see anything really volunteer, community service-oriented, odds are either him or Rissa Miller, who's been on the podcast a couple of times, being the masterminds behind the scenes. So I'm always very excited to see what he has in mind with his different events. Yeah, it should be a good time, I'm sure, whatever he plans to do. And then thanks to all the money we raised during Give Local York, we'll probably have funds left over to do cool things like host a different community event or do some more political advocacy or... Maybe another billboard or even a commercial. Ooh, <laughs> yes. A professionally made commercial video documentary style thing. Who knows? We'll see. We'll only be able to do that, though, if you give us all your money or however much money you can comfortably give us while fulfilling your philanthropic goals. So that's our entire year for 2022. There's some things out there that we may come up, some things we may not be doing but that's kind of the general idea of how it's going to go so lots of cool things lots of ways to get involved we'll have links in the show notes to different ways to get in touch with us so you can be a part of all these cool activities if you ever want to get directly a hold of us you can email us at bekindpodcast at gmail.com go to our facebook page with the Animal advocates message our organizational page post in the group whatever works best for you we just love to hear from you and get you involved somehow the end thanks for watching and listening and we'll see you soon we love you bye Podcast presented by the Animal Advocates of South Central Pennsylvania.